Hi, I'm Lauren. I'm one of the missionaries in San Francisco. Joy to the world. This was the first Christmas card we received this year, and it really turned the moment upside down for me because in the context of the global pandemic, this moment, I wouldn't describe as as joyful, right? But when I saw this card, I realized this is really our call as Christians, as Catholics, to point to the one who is the joy in our lives, the one who is joy to the world. This is a beautiful and very simple prayer for joy. I remember a few years ago when we were praying uh, during a retreat, one of the kids uh, and one of the families joined us and during the time for the petitions, we were all voicing our prayers. And one of the children, she was six at the time, prayed something very simple. She said, I pray for joy. And this really um, surprised me because it was so simple because sometimes we complicate prayer, but prayer can be so simple. It's dialogue and we can simply pray for what we need, for what the world needs. Peace, health, healing, joy, hope. And joy isn't expressed, as Pope Francis says in the joy of the gospel, the same way all the time, especially in moments of great difficulty. He says joy adapts and changes, but it always endures, even as a flicker of light born of our personal certainty that we are infinitely loved. And we can allow the joy of faith slowly revive as a quiet yet firm trust that God's love never ceases. The prophet Isaiah expresses his joy of faith in Sunday's first reading. He says, I rejoice heartily in the Lord. In my God is the joy of my soul, for God has clothed me with a robe of salvation and wrapped me in a mantle of justice. The prophet's joy is not in the circumstances. His joy is in God, who is the joy of his soul, in whom he rejoices. God is the joy of our soul too. He also proclaims, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because the Lord has anointed me. God has sent me to bring glad tidings to the poor, to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and release to the prisoners, to announce a year of favor from the Lord. A reason we have to rejoice is that God has already fulfilled this promise in Jesus. Jesus reads these same words of Isaiah in Luke 4. And to over-clarify that God is faithful to God's promises, Jesus adds after reading this prophecy, This text is being fulfilled today as you are listening. It is God who fulfills, and we 
Our mission is to listen. How does this flicker of light want to be born within you? In the darkness of Advent, in this time of pandemic. And yes, around the world, we are already being vaccinated. That's more than a flicker of hope. Let us remember and rejoice that Isaiah's words have already been fulfilled. God keeps God's promises. God is already clothing us in a robe of salvation, wrapping us in a mantle of justice. It is God who is our oil of gladness. So what's our role? To point to the one who is our gladness. Sunday's gospel reminds us to do exactly this. John models this for for us. We hear in the gospel of John, it is written, a man named John was sent from God. He came for testimony to testify to the light so that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but he came to testify to the light. And John says, I am the voice of one crying out in the desert. So may we cry out in this time of desert. May we orient ourselves to the truth and joy that God fulfills God's promise of salvation, God's promise to remain with us always. Let us pray for joy to the world, for joy to be experienced by all, for the world to know God. May we take another step in faith today, a quiet but firm trust that God's promise is alive and active. And for this, we can rejoice.